Welcome to From Florida, where we share stories about the people, research, and innovations taking place at the University of Florida. I'm your guest host, David Norton, Vice President for Research at the University of Florida. I'm delighted to take over the podcast for a conversation with a very special guest and friend of mine, the Honorable Sitton Raman Pachanathan, Director of the National Science Foundation. Director Panchanathan has spent today on the UF campus talking to our researchers about their projects and about NSF initiatives. You're going to learn more about these initiatives in a moment, but first a little background on our guest, the director. Director Panchanathan has led the NSF for nearly two years and has set a clear vision for advancing our nation's scientific discovery technological innovation, and STEM education. The director has a distinguished career in science, technology, engineering, and education that spans more than three decades. He previously served as the executive vice president at Arizona State University's Knowledge Enterprise, where he was also chief research and innovation officer. As a computer scientist, Director Pachanathan's scientific contributions have advanced the areas of human-centered multimedia computing, haptic user interfaces, and person-centered ubiquitous computing technologies for empowering individuals with a range of abilities. In other words, he worked to make use of technology easier for the rest of us. I could go on, but that gives you an idea of the director's background. Now let's start our conversation with the director. Ponch, you like to be called Ponch. Welcome to the University of Florida. Thank you very much for inviting me here today, uh, David. I really appreciate that. Mr. Director, I would like to ask you a few questions. You recently said we are on the threshold of a revolutionary, fundamental scientific research endeavor that will drive our nation's prosperity. Why do you think that? And what do you mean by prosperity? So if you look at all the work that NSF has done over the last seven decades or more, you will find that NSF has made possible not only fundamental discoveries and innovations, but how do you also take those innovations and ensure that it is contextualized for human prosperity as well as economic prosperity. And both these are two, of course, very intertwined. And so when we talk about the journey of NSF into the future, now I say this is a moment, this is a very important moment, because there is so much need out there in terms of prosperity, not reaching everyone across the nation. Talent and ideas are everywhere across the nation not being fully tapped and fully given the opportunities to express so that the nation can even achieve even greater heights. And therefore, in this moment of global competition and the fact that we have talent and ideas democratized all across the nation and ready to play, how might we take the next 75 years of NSF and build unbelievable prosperous future for ourselves. And that can be most certainly accomplished by advancing fundamental ideas in science, resulting in amazing technologies, and therefore making possible great futures. So what does this mean for America's leading research universities? How can we in our states help the NSF and our country make the most of this potential? I always say NSF is a catalyst, an enabler. The real work happens in the universities, in the community colleges, in the K-12 institutions, in our partners like industry and others. That's where the real work happens. So the universities are a huge part. You can call them as the engine 
of innovation. You can call them the engine where the science prospers, where new ideas happen, where new talent gets inspired. So that's why it's very, very important that we focus on the universities of today and how we configure ourselves to the learning systems, universities and others into the future. You've said that to meet this challenge, that we need to graduate more students in the STEM fields, a group that you've called the missing millions. Will you share a few thoughts on how we might attract more students to these fields? Absolutely. You know, if I take my own journey, every one of us has a STEM spark waiting to be ignited. Yes, I am an optimist, but I truly believe in that. My STEM spark was ignited when, as an eight-year-old kid, I happened to have the opportunity of looking at the moon rocks that came from the Apollo mission. And when it was circulated around the world, thanks to the United States Consular Service, I saw this, and that moment I felt like, wow, if rocks from the moon can come here and a mission can go up, designed, bring this back here, and an eight-year-old sees this, and that inspired me. And therefore, there are many, many punches, eight-year-old punches and six-year-old punches and two-year-old punches and 10-year-old punches and more waiting to be inspired this way. And therefore, I'm strongly supportive of doing anything that can ignite that STEM spark all across the nation with all our youth. And if we do that, some may pursue science, some may have this tremendous appreciation and marvel about science that they will carry with them whatever they do. Either way, I think it's going to be fantastic for our nation. As our country looks forward, what are the challenges that we face to maintain our global competitiveness? I think what we need to do is to take this moment of competition. I always say competition is about seeing how we, we can be even more you know, inspired to do faster, better, smarter. So this competition moment, the competitive moment, is essentially essentially expecting us to do the same. We have always looked at the moments of competition. Look at Sputnik moment, for example, right? We took that moment and say, what can we do better, smarter, faster, more innovative? And so this moment, therefore, is the same. Is It's inspiring us to do better, faster, more. And I, therefore, believe that this moment of global competition is not only going to make us better, and through that, we are going to open opportunities for everyone in our nation. And by that, we are going to partner with like-minded countries and unleash solutions for global prosperity. And that will impact everywhere, not just only the United States. How is the NSF promoting new ways of working with our universities to propel scientific innovations and discoveries? And what new partnership opportunities might be there? Yeah, no, absolutely. A fantastic question, David. If you look at NSF itself, if you want to solve the problem of, let's say, climate mitigation, climate adaptation, climate rebuilding, climate resilience, we just came out of the Neri lab. If you want to solve those problems, you need transdisciplinary inspirations. Yes, you need great physics, great mathematics, great computer science, great engineering, and great biology, and a whole lot more. But we also need to make sure that they all work together, social behavioral economic sciences, working with computing sciences, working with all the disciplines, geosciences, and so on. How do we bring this convergence of ideas? Right? And that is partnerships within disciplines. Right? Now you talk about partnership with industry, partnership with community, partnership with K-12 systems, partnership with community colleges and others. You find that you, you're essentially building an ecosystem of ideas and talent that's going to address these global grand challenges, whatever that might be. And that's how we are going to really make significant progress into the future. So you spent the day with us here at the University of Florida, and you've seen how the University of Florida has made AI a centerpiece for our curriculum ensuring that all students will have a basic familiarity with artificial intelligence, which you have called one of the most important industries of our future. What is your call to action on AI or similar strategic technologies and areas? 
let me start with what I saw today. I was inspired by what is going on at the University of Florida. Along the spectrum of all the amazing things that AI is being made possible, whether it is a K to 12 kind of an inspiration, whether it is a inspiration at the undergraduate level or masters or PhD level, or whether it is solving a problem through AI or working with partners like you know Palm Beach State College. All these things gives me the confidence that AI everywhere across our nation, AI making possible things all across our nation because talent and ideas all across the nation in terms of what AI can do will be enabled. It gives me tremendous confidence. So that's why I think the future we all know, like computational thinking, AI thinking is going to become part of the fabric of how we look at the future. And AI is going to make possible also solutions where machines and humans are going to collaborate and work together and co-evolve together. And these futures are things that we need to think about now, how to be designed and make sure that as we design them, that we take care of fundamental problems in AI, like whether it is ethics or whether it is bias or whether it is privacy, security, and a whole host of things that are concerns. And you solve them as you design the technology and as you design the solution by bringing in humanists, artists, social behavioral scientists, as well as engineers, computing scientists, and a whole lot more so that we might build the future that it can deliver the promise of what it can deliver, that all of us can benefit from it and not feel excluded by it at all. Director, it has been a total privilege and joy to have you here at the University of Florida today. Thank you for joining us for this podcast and for visiting Gainesville, Florida and the University of Florida. Thank you, David. I'll say, go Gators, you're doing a great job in terms of the fantastic work that you're doing. Carry on because you are the representation and the exemplar of what the nation needs more and more and more of. Let's strengthen at speed and scale and, and let's do great work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.